Live from Midtown Coffee in the heart of America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's the Midtown Coffee Radio Hour, brought to you by Midtown Coffee, conveniently located near Spellerberg Park. This hour will be filled with Christmas cheer. We'll check in with the North Pole to make sure Santa has enough help. What will your true love bring you this year for the 12 days of Christmas? We'll share some classic stories, as well as some lighthearted holiday skits and comedy, and great music from our very own house band, The House Blend. Take it away! Thank you, Houseman. What a great way to start this. Our premiere. Welcome, everybody. This is the, yeah, give them a round of applause. The Midtown Coffee Radio Hour as we present a Midtown Coffee Christmas. My name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. My co-host and leader of the House Blend, Nick Jackson. Hey there, Dave. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. How are you? Great to hear that. I'm doing well also. Yeah. Thank you. You know what? Uh, Nick's put together this uh, incredibly talented group of musicians and vocalists. Now, Nick's going to play keys, guitar, and then Zach Dresch, he's going to keep beat back there on drums. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, and then we have Matt the Mustache Morrison, who will play almost any other instrument needed. Yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> See, he's ready. Uh, Mara Ningle, Wade Gamar, they're going to provide the vocal stylings. Well, let's just simply say it's going to knock your Christmas stockings off the mantle. Hey, Wade. Good to My see you. goodness. That was a nice intro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Hey, so let's give you an idea then of how this Midtown Coffee Radio Hour came to be and what you can expect. So just after Thanksgiving, a few of us sitting around the big round table at Midtown Coffee, you know the one right there in the middle. You've probably sat there yourself. Nick's wife, Tina, the number one idea gal, says, I think we need to have a radio show that's filled with variety. Sioux Falls-ish things. You know, like 
being a DIY do-it-yourselfer, but not necessarily a very good DIYer. All right, let's give you an example. You know, we've all been there. Grandma looks for a new dress for a granddaughter, sees the price tag, and says, I can do it cheaper. Then she spends four hours driving from fabric store to fabric store, ends up spending more on material than the original cost of the dress, and hasn't even started sewing it yet. Now, as for this crazy crew of misfit toys, since our favorite's Prairie Home Companion and live from here, are gone from here, as in gone from NPR, our dreaming little brains were telling us, let's do it ourselves. Let's do it ourselves. <laughs> then we all started throwing out ideas how we could entertain you on a variety of stuff on a monthly basis. Nick assembled the amazing house band that we call the House Blend. Get the little coffee thing? Okay. But you know what? You're going to find yourself jamming to their Java. All right. In those famous words of late-night infomercials, but wait, there's more. More stories, more music, more fun. Sioux Falls is blessed with great artists and entertainers, many of whom frequent our little coffee shop. Now, we're going to hear from all those creatives, the musicians, singer-songwriters, authors, storytellers, magicians, visual artists, actors, directors. Yeah, time to time, we'll chit-chat with the regular Joes and Joannas that have stopped by for a friendly conversation with a Grandma Olga special, maybe even some of Little Aunt Debbie's famous brownies. Mm, love those. Mm, delish. It is all so warm and welcoming here. So as this first episode comes to you just a handful of days before the big guy in the red velvet suit and white beard comes to town. This is a Midtown Coffee Christmas. Oh, our little Courier Knives audio card to you. Now, if you're like me, and I know that I am, <laughs> you maybe have been watching your fair share of Christmas movies. Now, a classic is, of course, A Wonderful Life. Now, I've been told George Bailey might be making an appearance here. Hopefully the flu bug's not made an appearance in your house. Oh, oh, oh. gross. (laughs) But he's with us. (laughs) Later on, he might stop sitting down on the job and do some (laughs) stand-up. See what I did there, Zach? You said it, Dave. (laughs) Sitting, standing. (laughs) All right. You can do better than that, Zach. Oh, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till he does his comedy. By the way... (laughs) House Blend, have any of you seen uh, either Christmas Chronicles, which came out last year, or this year, Christmas Chronicles 2? No. Kurt would Russell I be, is Santa Claus. Would I be lost if I started with the second and then went back to the first one? Not at all. Okay. Okay. No. Figured so. Um, Movie night, Wade. So okay. it, it's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Now, in the first one, we don't find out that Goldie is Mrs. Claus to the very end of the movie, but she's got a big oh, part. Damn. Spoiler in alert. Two. Yes, it was a spoiler alert, but <laughs> we're going to go with it. But, you know, I portray Santa sometimes. Now, the thing about the, this is Kurt Russell doesn't look like your typical Santa Claus anymore. More of a gray instead of a pure white beard. Looks really sharp. I mean, his, his outfit is awesome. Handsome devil. And, uh, he is. And he also has gray fur instead of white. The trim on the suit. I thought, that's brilliant. Because, you know, I play Santa sometimes, and <laughs> it's going to save on 
dry cleaning if I change that over to gray instead of white. Because, tell you what, you ever tried getting reindeer poop out of white fur? (laughs) (laughs) I have. Uh, By the way, you know what Adam, first man on earth, said the day before Christmas? What's that? It's Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) All right. When we come back, (laughs) a very familiar Christmas hymn from the house blend. Midtown Coffee Radio Hour is presented by Midtown Coffee. We, of course, have your go-to brew, the Midtown Brown. We've also got a variety of local specialty drinks, like the VA Cafe Olay, the USF Cougar Cold Brew, the Auge Latte, the Spellerberg Hot Cocoa, and the Midtown Mocha Frappuccino. We'll even provide caffeination recommendations. Students, add two shots of espresso. Teachers, four. Healthcare workers, six. Plus, in honor of the late Grandma Olga, if your coffee gets too cold because, well, you've forgotten about it, you can bring it up to the counter. We'll gladly heat it up for you again. I'll have the Grandma Olga special. It makes you feel right at home. Come on down to Midtown, where the coffee's strong, the nooks are huga, and the parking is limited. Welcome back. We're going to hear a very traditional hymn in just a moment that is one of the oldest carols dating back to the 16th century or earlier. Here's a grammar lesson, kids, on how important the placement of a comma can be. For instance, with a comma, you could say, let's eat, grandma. Without a comma, you'd end up saying, Let's eat, Grandma. (laughs) Yeah, don't think Grandma would take well to that. Now, some historians refer to God rest ye merry gentlemen as the lost punctuation mark carol, stating that a comma needs to be placed after the word merry, making it God rest ye merry, gentlemen, meaning God make you mighty, gentlemen. Here's the house blend.
Punctuation mark in the right place or not, what great lyrics. The Night Before Christmas, one of the first American children's classics, was written by Clement Clark Moore in 1822 for his own children and given to them as a Christmas gift. A family friend gave it to the Troy, New York Sentinel, where it was published anonymously December 23, 1823. Originally called A Visit from St. Nicholas, the poem has undergone a number of alterations in content, and in this version, I'll be joined by a famous actor or two, a famous cartoon character, a famous president, and a famous toy maker. Regardless of the version, the story lives on nearly 200 years later. May it live for generations in your family as well. Merry Christmas, one and all. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse The stockings were hung by the chimney with care In hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there The children were nestled all snug in their beds While visions of sugar plums danced through their heads And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap Had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap when out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my courtside Laker seats to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wandering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came. And he whistled and shouted and called them by name. 
Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet and Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet up with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the courses they flew, with sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then at a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was trimmed up with fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. Oh, a bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, <laughs> his dimples how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. And the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stumps of a pipe's key held tight in his teeth. And the smoke had encircled his head like a wreath. <laughs> he had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old self. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. Well, now there you go again. Uh, a wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. Well, 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 well he, he, he spoke not a word, but, but went straight to his work. And he, he filled all the stockings and then, and then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to a sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and the way they all flew like the down on, on, on a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Oh, Merry Christmas to all, <laughs> and to all a good night. Traditional Christmases would have us traveling and gathering. This year, most of us will have a different journey. Suf John Stevens must have been clairvoyant when he penned this song, Ripe for 2020. Once again, here's the house blend with Christmas in the room. Sing to you like it's clear. 
blend that was beautiful as i mentioned at the beginning of the show our community is filled with amazing talent one such group is the good night theater collective and as i take a look at the house blend well gosh every one of you has been involved in one of their shows <laughs> good night uh, we thank them for allowing us we're going to reenact a scene from their christmas in july virtual variety show as that right jolly old elf learns a 2020 thing called a Zoom meeting. <laughs> okay, let's see. Who's the first applicant is here in this position for Santa's little helper number 74,219? Oh, I've never really used Zoom before. Oh, yes, here we are. Okay. Now admitting elf applicant number one. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, well, uh, hello. Nice to meet you. Um, uh, Snowflake, sir. Uh, Santa, sir. Uh, Chris Kringle. Uh, Zick Nick. I, 
I'm sorry, how, how would you like me to undress you? I mean, address you, Mr. Claus. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, of course, I wouldn't want to undress you. Well, not because you're overweight or anything like that. I'm sure you have a very nice bowl of jelly under there. Okay, I'll just stop talking now, Santa. Sir. Beep, beep, boop, beep. Hello, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, uh, whatever. Hey there, Chris. Uh, we're on a first name basis here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, of course we are. Hey, look, the name's uh, Jingles. Now, uh, let's trim the fat. Uh, you and I, we both know I'm the most qualified elf for the job, so <laughs> you can go ahead and cancel all your other interviews. <laughs> Jingles all the way. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Welcome to the interview. What is your name? Hello, Mr. Kringle. My name is Peppermint, and I am delighted to be considered for the job of Santa's Little Helper, number 74,219. I have been breaking through icicle ceilings throughout my entire career on my way to the top, and ever since obtaining my master's degree in toy building and the art of merriment and sing-song, it has been a dream of mine to work at the North Pole, which is without question the pinnacle of any elf's career. Beep, 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 beep. Hello there. Thanks for joining me today. And your name is? Boots. A good candy cane. Boats. <laughs> right. Yes, well, it's nice to meet you. Let's proceed with the interview questions, shall we? Tell me a little bit about your past work experience. Beep, 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 beep. Well, I just finished my undergrad at the Candy Cane State University, so I don't have any professional work experience in the toy building field just yet. Um, let's see here. I, uh, I, I was the head of my sorority, though, Alpha Tri Delta, woohoo! And uh, that was a lot of hard work. I mean, it wasn't all just cookies and pillow fights. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, that, that was a joke. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Oh, man. <laughs> what haven't I done? I've built toys for more major toy stores around the globe than you've got hairs on your chins and inches on your waistline. Beep, 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 beep. I previously worked for a nonprofit called Believe in Your Elf, providing free toys for the less fortunate. I gave my heart and soul to that place, traveling around the globe, building toys for all, even in places like the South Pole. Through that experience, I learned the value of hard work, dedication, and the life-changing magic one small toy can provide a child in need. Beep, 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 beep. I worked for too damn long as, as, uh, as an elf on the shelf. <gasps> I've been hung from chandeliers, tied down by Lego people, forced to pose and take little chocolate kiss poops on peanut butter blossoms. My leg was torn off by a miniature schnauzer. And oh, I've seen some things. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. That was very, oh, well, what, what's the word? Insightful, yes. Uh, now it's time for the next question, which is really more of a challenge to test your thriftiness and your building skills. You have the next five seconds to build your most impressive toy using only materials you have in your room at this very moment. Your time begins now. Time's up. Let's see what you came up with. <laughs> I'm so 
sorry, I need more time. I know I can do better, Mr. St. Nicholas, sir. I need more time to put the severed head back on the Barbie doll, please. Sweet, merciful sugar plum. Beep, 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 boop. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I built, I built this unicorn floaty kids can play with in the bathtub. <laughs> no big deal or nothing. Well, I'll be. That's very creative. Well done. Yeah, and the coolest thing about it is that it can hold mom or dad's beer while it's floating. Pretty impressive, don't you think, big man? <laughs> yes, well, I suppose impressive is one word to describe it. Thank you, Jingles. I gathered up as many bits of fluff I could find in this room and sewed together what is sure to be a child's best friend forever. His name is Mr. Moose, and he's the best listener a lonely child could ever ask for. Not only that, but I also constructed this tiny rocking chair. This is for Mr. Moose to sit in while he creates memories that will last a lifetime. Oh, that's simply beautiful, Peppermint. I present to you, Mr. Potato Dread. <laughs> he's your average Mr. Potato Head, but he's got real wriggling earthworms stuck into every orifice instead of plastic body parts. Yeah, <laughs> woo! Holy sleigh bells! Okay, I've made my decision. Peppermint, you're hired. Oh, thank you, Mr. Claus. I will not disappoint you. Jingles, you're hired. Uh, duh. Oh, uh, tell me something I don't already know. Snowflake, you're hired. What? Oh, thank you, Santa. Thank you. Mom, Dad, I did it. I'm Santa's little helper. Boots, you're hired. Say one now. Who are you? Oh, oh, sweet figgy pudding. I don't even know why I do these interviews. Oh, Mrs. Claus and I, <coughs> I mean my wife Carrie and I, love a good parody. The 12 Days of Christmas has certainly been used many times for that purpose. And we just couldn't resist but putting our own spin on it. The Midtown Coffee Radio Hour brings you the 12 Days of of quarantine. On the first day of quarantine, my true love gave to me a, a close contact of COVID-19. On the second day of quarantine, my true love gave to me two bubble baths and, and a close contact of COVID-19. On the third day of quarantine, my true love gave to me Homemade masks, two bubble baths, and, and a close contact of COVID-19. On the fourth day of quarantine, my true love gave to me four Zoom calls and sweatpants, three homemade masks, two bubble baths, and, and a close contact of COVID-19. On the fifth day of quarantine, my true love gave to me five die-hard Four Zoom calls and sweatpants. Three homemade masks. Two bubble baths. And a close contact of COVID-19. On the sixth day of quarantine, my true love gave to me. 
six mental breakdowns with the ensuing virtual therapy sessions that are covered by my Cobra Health Insurance Plan. Five die-hard films. Four Zoom calls in sweatpants. Three homemade masks. Two bubble baths. And a close contact of COVID-19. On the seventh day of quarantine, my true love gave to me. Seven sourdough starters. Six mental breakdowns with the ensuing virtual therapy sessions that are covered by my Cobra Health Insurance Plan. Five, Five diehard pills. Four Zoom calls and sweatpants. Three homemade masks. Two bubble baths. And a close contact of COVID-19. On the eighth day of quarantine, my true love gave to me. Eight adopted puppies. Seven sourdough starters. Six mental breakdowns with the ensuing virtual therapy sessions that are covered by my Cobra Health Insurance Plan. Five, Five diehard pills. Four Zoom calls and sweatpants. Three homemade masks. Two bubble baths. And a close contact of COVID-19. On the ninth day of quarantine, my true love gave to me. Nine TikTok dances. Eight adopted puppies. Seven sourdough starters. Six mental breakdowns with the ensuing virtual therapy sessions that are covered by my Cobra Health Insurance Plan. Five, Five diehard die films. Four Zoom calls and sweatpants. Three homemade masks. Two bubble baths. And a close contact of COVID-19. On the 10th day of quarantine, my true love gave to me rolls of TP, nine TikTok dances, eight adopted puppies, seven sourdough starters, six mental breakdowns with the ensuing virtual therapy sessions that are covered by my COVID health insurance plan, five diehard films, four Zoom calls and sweatpants, three homemade masks, two bubble baths, and a close contact of COVID-19. On the 11th day of quarantine, my true love gave IBL's orders, 10,000 rolls of TP, 9 TikTok dances, 8 adopted puppies, 7 sourdough starters, 6 mental breakdowns with the ensuing virtual therapy sessions that are covered by my Cobra Health Insurance Plan, 5 diehard films, 4 Zoom calls and sweatpants, 3 homemade masks, 2 bubble baths, and a close contact of COVID-19. On the 12th day of quarantine, my true love gave to me. 12. <coughs> uh, uh oh. Uh, Nick, Nick, will you feel my forehead? Uh, <coughs> no. No, I, I, uh, I don't think I can do that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. I get it. <coughs> and a close contact of COVID 19. <laughs> oh, man. As that old South Dakota music legend Lawrence Welk would have said, wonderful, wonderful. It's really wonderful. It's a Wonderful Life is a classic that withstands the test of time. The radio play version was presented last year by Goodnight Theater and this year by Sioux Empire Community Theater. Here's a non-traditional song from that show. This is Buffalo Gals by The House Blend featuring Marin and Wade. Buffalo gals, can't you come out tonight? Can't you come out 
tonight? Can't you come out tonight? Buffalo gals, can't you come out tonight and dance by the light of the moon? As I was walking down the street, down the street, down the street, a pretty little girl I chanced to meet, and we danced by the light of the moon. You know what? I need to give credit where credit is due. Marin also played tambourine on that. Oh, thanks, Dave. I'm pretty proud of that one. And well, you should be. Midtown Coffee Radio Hour is brought to you by Aunt Debbie's Famous Brownies. Served only at Midtown Coffee. It's not your typical bake, but yet it's one we all know with a fudgy brownie base. Slathered with thick, chocolatey frosting. They'll raise your spirits and your blood sugar. It's a recipe honed over years of family reunions and church potlucks. And of course, it's taste tested by the ever-persnickety and oh-so-discerning Uncle Mike. I'll take it, Debbie's famous brownies, they'll make you feel right at home. Come on down to Midtown and try one of Aunt Debbie's famous brownies, or maybe two. Welcome back. We hope you're enjoying some holiday cheer as you listen. Now, let's laugh. Our guest comedian is multi-talented. He's the house blend drummer, and he's been invading your TVs for years as the flu bug. Let's all cheer for the best dressed comedian, <laughs> Zach Dresch. Yes. Oh, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dave and Midtown Coffee for having me here. You know, when uh, Nick approached me about doing stand-up for this show, he asked me, aren't you concerned about telling jokes in front of no one? I said to him, hey, I've been doing open mics for seven years. I am more than used to silence. 
Well, Christmas is on its way, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, now, I want everyone at home to keep me posted on this and take a personal poll. How long can you go without giving your family Christmas gifts because you are, and I quote, just getting out of college and figuring things out? <laughs> <laughs> so far, I've gone six years, and I'm still going pretty strong. Now, I've worked in retail for the last 10 years, and uh, the holiday season can be especially difficult. Have any of you here in the studio worked in retail before? Any of you guys yeah. worked in retail? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, answer me this question if you have. Um, do you ever work so many nights in a row that when you start working days again, instead of saying, have a good night, you end up saying, hey, Nana, where are you going with that schnapps? <laughs> Don't make me follow you to your car. Oh. But yeah, I work uh, in the wine and spirits department of my uh, retail store. It's fantastic. Uh, you see a lot of the same people every day. It's like Cheers, but sadder. <laughs> uh, they all walk up to me all the time. They're like, Zach, you know what? I feel like I see you here every single day. And I say, yeah, well, maybe you should drink less. <laughs> um, I think the one thing that's most important to Christmas is snow. I think we can all agree snow is an important, pertinent uh, factor in the holiday. Uh, snow kind of reminds me of my grandma. You know how you just leave it at the end of the driveway till it disappears? <laughs> <laughs> You've all done it. Don't lie to me. Uh, but I'm excited most because I, I have a Subaru now. I got a Subaru recently. It's a fantastic yeah. car for winter. Four-wheel drive, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite. I don't know if you guys know what Subaru stands for. It's uh, somebody understands B. Arthur, right? <laughs> um... <laughs> it's what it stands for. It's uh, look it up on the site. It's probably there. Uh, I'm gonna lead into a series of jokes here. I like to call these are uh, one-liners. They're called gronies. These are awful jokes, but they mean a lot to me, and I think that's what's the most important factor here. Uh, so, you guys ready for a few of these? Oh yeah! yeah. Right. Here's the first one. Uh, why did Santa have trouble selling his sled on Craigslist? Why? Because he's hard to bargain with. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Which famous reindeer was in Rocky IV? Which one? Rudolph Lundgren. Oh, that's pretty bad. That's for uh, my Sylvester Stone fans listening. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. That's really good. Last one. Why does Santa hang out with his college buddies before he goes to work? Why? Because it's bros before ho-ho-hos. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh. Uh, lastly, before I uh, wrap things up, I'm a big fan of uh, not listening to a lot of Christmas music besides the stuff we've been playing tonight. This is amazing. But when you work in retail, you hear a lot of garbage, a lot of bad stuff, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, I've decided to make my own Christmas parody music album, and uh, I'm going to share with you guys a few snippets, a little samples of things I've been working on. Here's a little uh, Led Zeppelin if they did a Christmas song here. <laughs> hey, hey, Santa, know that I'm in charge, so bring me gifts and make them large. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Okay. <laughs> Uh, up next, I got a little Papa Roach. You guys are waiting for that one, I know. <laughs> Cut my ham into pieces. This is my Christmas pork. Indigestion, still eating. Don't give a hoot if I get diabetes. <laughs> and lastly, this is uh, Pearl Jam. I'm a big Pearl Jam fan. Here it is. Uh, 
Jesus rests his head on a pillow in a manger. <laughs> thank you very much. That is my time. I appreciate oh, yes. it. Thank you for having me. Oh, and, and thank you, Zach. You know, of all the comedy routines that I've ever heard, yours is the most recent. Oh. <laughs> uh, just sweet. kidding. You know I love you like a son, which, of course, then makes you the best yes. comedian. Uh, you know, and by the way, Nick, uh, what's that that you found to read on the coffee table? Yeah, you know, it was just sitting in that, you know, that cozy nook toward the back of Midtown Coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, grabbed it, picked it up. It looked interesting. It's uh, it's uh, the complete and original Norwegian folk tales of Asbjornsen and Mo, translated by Tina Nonnelly. Uh, and and the story Got I found. Got in Norwegian name uh, Tina Nonnelly, don't you know? Uh, and the story inside, uh, it's a beautiful one. It's entitled, Everyone Thinks Their Own Children Are Best. See, I told you, Zach. You're the best. I'd like to <laughs> read it aloud for you, if that's okay. Please, let's hear it. A hunter was once walking through the forest. When he came upon a woodcock, My dear friend, don't shoot my children, said the woodcock. Which birds are your children, asked the hunter. Well, the loveliest ones in the forest are mine, replied the woodcock. Well, all right. Those are the ones I will not shoot. But when he came back, he was carrying a whole clutch of woodcock fledglings that he just shot. Oh no, why did you shoot my children after all? Said the woodcock. Are these yours? Asked the hunter. I shot the ugliest birds I could find. Alas, replied the woodcock. Don't you know that everyone thinks their own children our best. Well, you found some interesting reading there, Nick, that's for sure. You know, when I was a kid, my dad would often call me Charlie Brown. Yeah, he, he must have known I was going to end up bald and wearing ugly t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but every year, a Charlie Brown Christmas special would tell me Christmas time is here.
That was beautiful, Marin. Thank you. Even almost as good as your tambourine playing. Oh, thanks, oh, yeah. Dave. No, it was better. Who's <laughs> kidding who? By the way, communication between men and women has evolved throughout time, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's good, clear communication. <laughs> thanks again to the Good Night Theater Collective, as this time we reenact some very important, albeit very early on, mansplaining. Mary, it is I, God the Father Almighty. I have come to bring you tidings of great joy. You see, Mary, I have chosen you to be the mother of my child. You are pregnant with the Savior of the world. What? How is that possible, my lord? I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. What shall I do, Father? Well, I think the first thing you should do is put that glass of wine down, sweetie. I'm not sure if you know this, but... Drinking alcohol while pregnant can, you know, make the baby drunk or whatever inside your belly. Um, but surely just one small glass of wine a week during the first trimester won't cause... Let's just put the wine down, okay, dear? <sighs> there we go. That's my girl. Looks like I'll be drinking for three for the next nine months or so. Oh, <laughs> and I've got a personal DD. Nice. Oh, wait, I'm omnipresent, so that doesn't matter. Ha-ha! All righty, see you later. <sighs> well, I am going to finish the sushi I ordered. I see that. Oh, come on! Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you think you're doing? Well, I was just going to move this box to the other side of the... That's what I thought. I don't think so, dear. You know that lifting heavy things could cause the baby to come out early. <laughs> or something like that, right? Uh, it's literally just a box of some old rags. It's not even that heavy. I won't hear of it. Now go sit down. Oh, and guess <laughs> what? Our baby is now the size of a lentil. Can you believe it? I'm just so hungry all the time. I'm just going to go ahead and pretend that you did not just take my name in vain. So, I understand you're really hungry right now. What can I get you? You know, I'm, I'm really just craving some potato olays from Taco John's. Should you really be eating that? <laughs> I mean, doesn't our baby need some healthy food? Excuse me? I mean, I'm just saying that it's important that the savior of the world get the proper nutrition. Potato olays. And don't you dare try to pull that wives must submit to their husbands Old Testament crap right now. Yes, dear. Anything you say, dear, I will return shortly with your special order. Oh, but before I go, did you know that our baby is now the size of a kumquat? Go! Good morning, Mary. How are you? Oh, boy. Uh, not feeling too well? Gee, I don't know. What do you think, Mr. All-Knowing Creator of the Universe? Could you please just give me a glass of water? Yes, dear. Hey, 
It's a good thing our son isn't born yet, because he would turn your glass of water into wine. <laughs> the water. Now, please. Yes, dear. By the way, the baby is now the size of an avocado. Oh, avocado. Oh, boy. Uh, what's wrong, Mary? Well, it's technically my world, but yeah. Oh, you did this to me. I didn't ask for this. My life was perfectly fine before this divine conception. Um, oh, and look at there, me. There, there, honey. Look at me. I look like that massive whale that ate Jonah. Well, technically, it was a giant fish. Then I look like a giant fish. Is that any better? If it makes you feel any better, I think I've put on a few pounds, too. Oh, Didn't want you to feel left out or anything. Just working on my dad bod, or as I like to say, my holy father figure. Okay, you are not helping. Just leave me alone. Okay, dear. But one more thing. The baby is now the size of a butternut squash. Ah! Oh, dear God. Did I just pee all over myself? You rang, Mary? Yes, I think my water just broke. Oh my, me! Okay, uh, don't panic. We've rehearsed this, your suitcase. Where's the overnight suitcase we packed? Oh, don't worry about it, Mary, I'll find it. You just stay calm, stay calm. Remember to breathe, he, he, who, he, he, who. Just like they showed us at all those Ramaz classes, remember? He, he, who. Yes, I'm fine. I'm breathing. Let's just go. Oh boy, um, you're not gonna like this. Uh, we have quite the donkey ride ahead of us. And the only place I could find that had any room in the inn was a manger full of animals out in Bethlehem. Uh, what? I hear the straw is extremely soft, though, and the animals are totally used to seeing babies being born. It's all gonna work out just fine, Mary. Mm. Just fine. Come on now. Put a little pep in your step, sweetie. I'm about to become a father. Oh, and you're not going to believe it, but our savior of the universe is now the size of a watermelon. And that's going to come out of you. Oh, oh man, the miracles I'm capable of. Thanks to modern technology, the Midtown Coffee Radio Hour can be heard worldwide. Well, back in 1914, there was no internet, no texting, no instant messaging or the like. Yet the power of a song made the world take notice. During World War I, on Christmas Eve, a German officer, Walter Kirchhoff, a tenor with the Berlin Opera, came forward and sang Silent Night, first in German, then in English. In that clear, cold air, his voice carried very far. It shows that there can always be shared culture.
I was in high school many years ago and Christmas concerts were still allowed in public schools. Our choir would sing the first verse in German, Stille Nacht. Such a beautiful song. Takes me back to the wonderment of candlelight Christmas Eve service. How darkness would turn to light, one candle at a time. We could use a lot of candles this year. 2020 didn't live up to its name. Much of our lives are anything but clear. We've lost our sense of normal. Some lost jobs, worse yet, others lost loved ones, while many suffered. Regrettably at times, we lost our sense of humanity our dignity, we lost our sense of pride, and far too often we lost our spirit. But the spirit of Christmas can still live through us by one person sharing their light with another. Until we don't simply fill a sanctuary on one night, but that we fill our towns, our cities, states, nations, and world for every day and night with love. May each person's spirit be calm and bright. We wish each of you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
hand my trusty fear and he's a hand of thine and we'll take a right good will he won't for all things Thank you for joining us for this premiere episode of the Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. Please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks to the incredibly talented house band, The House Blend, Marin Engel, Wade Gamar, Matt Morrison, Zach Dresch, and band leader Nick Jackson. Special thanks to the number one idea gal, Tina Jackson, and sound engineer Trevor Jackson. I'm Dave Holly. We wish you a very Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. And I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, oh, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. <laughs>